Live from the 30A Radio Airstream Studios at Gulf Place, it's the 30A Show, presented by 38cottages.com. 30A Radio celebrates the small-town beach life we enjoy here along Florida's scenic Highway 30A. Here's your hosts, Corey Davis with 30A Radio. Do you know who I am? I'm kind of a big deal. And Laura Holloway from the Storyteller Agency. Hey, everybody, it is the 30A Show, live from the 30A Radio Airstream here at Gulf Place. It's presented by who? 30A Cottages. Come on. I do love 30A Cottages. I love me some 30A Cottages. They're fantastic people. And uh, Coastal Insurance is uh, powering this Airstream. Did you know that? They come by and put a quarter in for the power. I feel very insured. <laughs> I feel extremely safe right now. Right. It's And covered. It's an awesome partnership that we have with Coastal Insurance. Check them out online. It's coastalcoverage.com. And uh, also another great supporter of this show that they're just blowing up down the road. Uh, it, it, it's busy on 30A. It's always busy at Stinky's Paycheck. Always. I mean, it's stops traffic for people trying to turn in. Uh, you think they're going to the beach there, but they're not. They're know. going to Stinky's Fish they're Camp. They're going to get Stinky's. They're, they're <laughs> want to get their stink on. They do. They've, they put tents out there so you're not going to overheat. Yeah. Uh, they've got valets there to help There's you out. There's a reason that it's so crowded. Jim, Jim Richard. It's so good. It is. It is fantastic. so good. It is. You can check them out at stinkysfishcamp.com. And uh, just go get some grub from those guys. Definitely. The crawfish, Gumbo. Monica, the Monica, the mac and cheese. Yeah. All of it. Everything they have. Even the water. I got to tell you Even this. Even the ice water from the tap is somehow more magical than anywhere else. Have you heard the rumor about what's happening at Trebiche coming up this fall? No. Okay. It is awesome. And we're right in the middle of it. I'm really excited. I can't let the crabs out of the bag. But ooh, I don't did I say crabs? About, I don't want to hear about your crabs coming out of the bag. Okay. Well, that's cool. But. It has something to do with crabs, okay. and it's happening at Trebiche, and it is going to be awesome. And I don't even want to tell you the month. That's all, just, you're, that's all you're going to say? That's it. So people have to keep listening to the show to find out? Jim Richard is going to come on the show, and that's we're going to talk all about good, it. So Good marketing. But you know Jim. Like he puts on good music and food and all that stuff. Think about what he can do at Trebiche. And it's right by my house. I'm it so is. excited. You can walk home. I can scoot right there. That's <laughs> really good. So we're in the 30A Radio Airstream, and we've got a friend of... 30a.com that is just always a pleasure to talk with. His name is Rob Wood. Uh, he was a former guest on 30a Radio, and he has written a book, and he's just all, he does everything on 30a. Uh, he's got a fantastic wife that runs a vet clinic over here, and it's just fantastic. Uh, and he's always here drinking coffee, and he says that we got to get in touch with this guy. He's just awesome. He's got a new book coming out, and he's a local guy. But he doesn't live in the States. He's up in Canada. He can't oh, get down here because oh, no. it stinks. He, we, he's just the travel restriction. So he's finally here in town. We smuggled him in in a big wooden box. Yeah, it's, it's right. It's Chris Cumby, right? That's correct. And uh, Chris, you're from Canada. I am. Toronto, born and raised. Toronto is uh, is so the Maple Leafs are just making everybody mad up there right now, well, right? Well, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> They've been doing that for probably 20 years or more. Is is. What what is the most rabid fan base for Canadian hockey? Isn't it is it the Canadians still? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, Montreal, uh, big big hockey and loyal. You know, Toronto they have the ones that jump off the wagon quite a bit and jump back on when they're doing well. So, sure. Yeah. Sound, sounds like Southeastern Conference football <laughs> fans. <laughs> but uh, sure. I, I used to live in Miami and uh, would go catch. Uh, the most unfair weather fans that there were, the uh, Florida Panthers. That's right. And whenever the Canadians were in town, Florida Panther fans couldn't get tickets because it was 15,000 Canadian fans there. Of course. It's crazy. Yeah, that's how it goes. And so, so you're, you're, it's in our blood. 
you're down here on uh, 38 quite a bit, or it's a little bit harder to get here for you recently? No, well, I'm here now, and okay. uh, I, I just recently immigrated, you know, working through the minutia of uh, your government and policies, and I actually couldn't leave mm. just recently because of uh, immigration policy, not able to leave when your green card's not uh, completed, Right. and so I had to bail on my original uh, Toronto book launch, go home and try to launch my book. Right. And my books made it, but I didn't, uh, oh. unfortunately. <laughs> so we turned it into a beach party and it's going to happen. That's good. Yeah. I so. like that. Yeah. That, that's I very have a cool. question. It yes. is. is a green, do you actually carry a green card? Is that, that is correct. Do you have it with you? I don't. And, oh, and in fact, really mine is not here yet. I'm a real live immigrant and I can't see the green it, card. I'll, I'll so. make sure I take a picture okay, and, and send it to you. I want to see sure. that. I want to yeah. see that. Do you listen to Led Zeppelin while you're like waiting for your green card to come in? <laughs> The immigrant song. I that, would. I yeah. would definitely listen to They should song. do that, actually. It's pretty dry in that office, though. Uh, it's, yeah, it's. Uh, do they look at you like, why do you want to come to the United States? I think they look at everybody like that now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You that's know, my true. wife's American, my two boys are American, and. It's it's just you know it's just the way things have gone I guess just well, because of recent. On changes. behalf of America, we're very sorry that it was so difficult, yeah. and we're sorry? very glad to have. Can you say you sorry here. like a Canadian? Yeah, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry about and, uh, it. Yeah, and in November it could actually get even worse. There might be a wall on the Canadian border, and you well, never know. Who knows? <laughs> that is who not knows? happening. But that we already have one built. You guys just don't know that yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's Canadian Mounties up there, right? It's all, uh, it's all sure. good. So uh, you have written a book. Yes. And uh, tell, let's get into your background before the book and before what your line of work is yeah, now. Sure. Uh, did you go through a lot of jobs that kind of got you to this point? Yeah, I wouldn't say a lot of jobs. I started really young as an entrepreneur. Uh, I had business ideas really, really young. You know, I was cutting people's grass, taking back pop bottles, taking commissions off that. Right. You know, doing all the stuff that people didn't want to do uh, when I was a kid. And then, you know, as I got uh, a little older, you know, I had jobs. Right. I started at actually my very first real job was Pepsi Cola. And uh, that taught me everything I needed to know in sales and marketing and how to structure business. Obviously, I didn't know the management stuff, but right. paid attention. And uh, from there, I got into uh, an energy uh, industry, and that's when I discovered entrepreneurism. That's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I've, I've been in sales for a long time. So books like yours, there's some huge ones that everybody reads and there's like that's the guy you sure. you sure. seem to uh fall in line with brian tracy is that correct well he's been my mentor for yeah. a long time i was actually on his tv show in early 2015 and brian taught me just how to you know i'm an introvert right so being in sales you've got to get yourself out there and what i uh, actually learned from brian is that in order to do that you got to you know create that image and that image is the most important thing in order to live up to because you can't outperform it and when you start creating or recreating things in your life that's the first place uh, you should start so that's what i teach as well and i, I talk about that in my book Let's talk hmm. about the book. We also have some uh, special Laura questions that we'll get to here okay. in a little while. I like the special Laura questions. Yeah, you, I don't special think you will. Special Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll like them at all. All right. Uh, you always say balls, that. They're never balls. bad. Oh, okay, well, that's all good. They're curveballs. Curve are great. Curveballs are If you know how to hit them. That's right. Yeah. So you, you, in your book, you say you help people change light bulbs. What does that mean? 
Yeah, well, I can talk to people when they ask me what do I do, and that's a common question when you get to know you know people. But what I found was it's always the same thing. You know, I'm an accountant, or you know, I I run a bank, or you know, I'm a lawyer, and 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 I thought I can tell them I'm an author and I speak, you know, speaker, an entrepreneur, um, but I thought it, I'd get a little bit more creative and, and tell people that I change, help them change light bulbs because it prompts a question. Well, what does that mean? And as you know, in sales, if you get people asking questions, then you can get into a communication and dialogue, and that's really where it starts. So. I use light bulbs because I think everybody has a light bulb inside. Sometimes they're dim, sometimes they're bright, and I think that that's a good analogy to use when people are going after the things that they really want in life. Uh, goals, dreams, desires, aspirations, uh, and I think that light bulb analogy, and I use it uh, from that perspective to generate a conversation. I can't speak for Laura, but where I work every day, and it's recently become the 38 Radio Airstream, I mean, look at what we have to look at out the <laughs> window. It's incredible. It's wretched. No, I mean, it's like... I love it. How, Absolutely I, At terrible. the end of this, I want to feel motivated. You need to get me past okay. being stuck in here looking at palm trees. And I actually have a shot of the beach <laughs> here. Um, but there's stuff that has led to this happening. Yes. And uh, you believe there's one thing that prevents someone from actually living happiness, fulfillment, purpose... Tell me what that is, because I, I kind of feel like I'm there now, but it, sure. I, we got a long way to go here, I guarantee Yeah, you. no, no, it's a great question, <laughs> and, and I'm glad you asked it, because I get asked that same question, and that's what prompted me to write the book, because I asked the question myself. Right. How do people become happy? How do they become, uh, you know, fulfilled? And I think we do a lot of things to um, make money, but what about the heart and, and making you feel good. Because I think that that's where everybody really, truly, we all share, uh, share that commonality, that happiness, um, no matter what it is, 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 a, is our common thread. I think basically to answer your question, and I went a long road doing that. <laughs> I went a long that, way to get there too. It's so. all good. Right? I'll allow it. This is, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Motion granted. I'm the, I'm the judge on Motion Law and Order that's always like, I'll allow I'll it. Allow yeah, it. he I'll never shuts it. up. Just they, answers. They always <laughs> allow it. <laughs> well, I'm a sales guy. I like to talk. Yeah, no kidding. Me uh, too. And, 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 it, and it really comes down to knowing who you are. I think that is a key that a lot of people deny, um, even though they have a feeling inside. And I think that when you know who you are, you'll know what you want. And a lot of people struggle with what they want because they don't really connect with who they are, even though... Um, they're tr you know they're trying, but they live other people's lives. I truly believe that that's unfortunately what people go through is that they live a lot of other people's lives or dreams or things they want them to do. So knowing who you are uh, will lead to knowing what you want, and then you know it 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 starts to cycle from there. Let me ask a quick question. We're gonna throw sure. throw a lore question at Hi you here. Um, <laughs> what you just said about leading other people's lives and seeing that. Do you think social media at point at some point really hurts that? that you're, you're constantly seeing what other people are doing and it's kind of it's kind of like a false happiness because nobody posts pissed off pictures. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, some people do. Some people do. I unfriend sure. them. Oh, wait. When I'm driving through Destin, I do post pictures of the traffic. I was going to say, you do. You post pictures of traffic. Yeah, I do. And it's in Destin. But it's all in good fun. It is. It actually is in jest. But do you, I, know, you understand what I'm I, saying? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think social media is opening up the world and I think it's a good thing. Yeah. I think technology can help us live better lives. Uh, do I think it'll help or hinder? I mean, it's to be remain to be seen, I guess. And I think the real thing, though, is that, and I'll give everybody a real big secret, and it's not shared a lot, 
is that you should never worry about what anybody else is doing. Amen. No matter what. And, yeah. you know, I send good energy. And I think, you know, generally speaking, we're like mirrors. You and I, um, you guys, we're mirrors. And you attract those people around you. And if you don't like it, you can change. And it generally is that, you know, whole law of attraction that we hear about. A lot of people don't understand it. But, you know, to make it simple, if you're feeling good and I'm feeling good, then, you know, it's a good, it's a good attraction. If you're feeling bad and I don't want to feel bad, then it's, up a, it's my choice. Um, I think social media can, uh, you know, unfortunately put people in a position where they feel like they're not living up to things. Um, but it also can motivate them and inspire them too, to live up to those other things. But you can never compare yourself to other people's ends or middles. Everybody starts somewhere and we all have to start at that one place. And over time, if you're staying consistent and you believe where you're going to go, then it'll happen. I'll tell you what, I, I treat my personal Facebook page, Laura's part of it, um, as a club that you can't get into. And it's got that red velvet tape, you know, the red it velvet. It is. And I like I, it. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm really deleting people off there all the time. Right. It took uh, a long time for him to add me as a friend. Right. I, well, you're on there now. We weren't uh, friends for a long time. But it's you? true. I'm not his friend yet, so. You'll get there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hang in there. Success. Just hang in. Follow the yeah. success playbook. Just hang in. My goal eventually. is to only know 200 people on my personal Facebook page. But I Do want... you really know those 200 people? <laughs> I think I might. Well, well I know where you live now, so I'm just going to keep sending stuff here and hopefully right. it just lets me in. Flowers arrive right? at the Airstream right? door. Burgers and fries. That's all we need. Burgers With and fries. Bacon. So let's talk about the book. It's called The Success Playbook principles and strategies to help you build a rich and happy life uh you've got you've broken it down for us in there you have four pillars uh let's talk about them a little bit tell yeah. me about them yeah i mean you know with a book as if anybody knows what it's like to write one you have a lot of ideas and you pile them out and then you know get, you know thank goodness for good editors and my wife was the editor so big shout out for julie she did a wonderful job of taking my 50 7,000 words and shrinking it down. So the four pillars really are the beginning one that you really have to learn. And I learned this the hard way by building businesses and, you know, being in sales for as long as you are, you get a lot of no's. Um, but I learned that you have to be careful who you listen to. They can steal your dreams. Yeah. People like to steal dreams all the time and, and tell you you're stupid or you don't, you know, you'll never make it. And the person who actually, and, and I love the haters, because uh, you have to. They can drive you as well as, you know, hinder you. So I'm the type of guy when someone says you'll never do or write a book and make, make any money out of it. Oh, my God, I'm doing it. Oh. Yeah. And, and by the way, and you know who you are? Uh, my book is published now and it's ready to go. So yeah. uh, nana, nana, <laughs> nana, I guess. Um, yes. But it is. It's a huge motivation sometimes. It is. It? And, and that's my first pillar is really be careful who you listen to. And ultimately, you listen to people that have what you want and have been where you are because they're the ones apt, more apt to help you. And I think truly that people are successful. They will help you, especially if they know where you, you, know, you are at the beginning. And, and they're the people you should listen to. But ultimately, through the process that I teach in my book, learn to listen to yourself. We have a guiding light. We have an instinct. We have a, you know, this gut reaction to things. And a lot of people ignore it. And I learned, um, again, the hard way on how to listen to it. And I think that that is uh, my number one advice to anybody is be careful who you listen to. That's really awesome. And on that note, it is time to release the Laura. Uh, be careful who you listen to. Okay. <laughs> release the Laura. Do you believe in the saying, fake it till you make it? No. Um, and there's a reason why. 
you don't believe it. And belief is a big part of being successful. If I do believe that you can act as if. Okay. So act as if you're going to do it and make it, but be honest and authentic about your journey because I think people will help you get there mm-hmm. when they know who you really are. And people that try to fake it until they make it, unfortunately are still trying to fake it until they make it. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that through my journeys. And, you know, to just get on with the pillars really quickly uh, and I'll go through yeah. those ones because I know you guys have some questions. Yeah. You know, the second thing I teach is always be learning you have to be a student of life and, and constantly putting yourself in a situation where it's uncomfortable. If you thought you've made it, you haven't really made it. You always have to be pivoting, I like to call it, because it's a forward action. Um, it's a movement. And, you know, Albert Einstein said it best, nothing happens until something moves. And that's my favorite quote. It's in my office. It reminds me every day that if I'm not doing something uh, to move the needle forward, then it's not going to happen. So learning is a very big part of that because when you learn, um, you are forced to change. And that's the third pillar. Changing is something that people really fear. Uh, well, I'm, I love what I'm doing or I love where I am. And, you know, if I change, then I won't have that. Well, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And that's a big thing. And if you wake up to that exploring and think about a child, I mean, you know, I have four of them. So my two little guys, even my daughter at nine years old, are still have this imagination about life. And I think we lose that along the way because, again, we listen to the wrong people. They steal our dreams. And if you keep that, I think that, um, and my children have taught me so much. I mean, they inspired me to write the book because that's how I originally wrote the book, is for those, you know, those, those, those rascals, I like to call them. Um, but that, that's an important one is to accept change and, and you know, learn to uh, learn, even if it's a negative experience, to adapt through that and, and you'll do fine. Uh, knowing, again, if you, presuming you know where you want to go in life. The last one really quickly is knowing why. You know, a lot of people focus on how, and I, I can honestly tell you, I had no idea how I was going to write this book. In fact, I was busy. I have four kids. I have a business to run. I have a couple businesses that I run. No idea how I was going to carve out time for the book. But I got innovative, and I walk a lot because that's my form of exercise and thought. And I basically dictated my whole book on my Apple iPhone using Google Docs. Yeah, It was all done for me. I went back and fixed up whatever it messed up. And I tracked all my results on a Nike fuel band. Wow. I walked 1.9 million steps writing my book. That's awesome. I love that. And removed all the excuses. (laughs) So that's the pillars. And obviously the book dives deeper into that. So where uh, did you write a lot of it while you were down here? Or was this kind of a... Good question. Uh, In fact, I started in Toronto and I finished down here on the beach. So that was a goal of mine. Yeah. Because... You know, the city's busy. It, you know, I've been there a long time in my life, and it's a very different, obviously, culture. And I wanted to slow it down so that I can connect with myself. And what better place to connect than 38 beaches? I mean, so let's talk about how you got here. Uh, yeah. If you're Canadian and yeah. you're you're just trying to do everything to get down here and be here, how did you find 38, and what how'd that come about? Well, my wife grew up in Niceville, Florida. So we frequent down in Seaside as our vacation points uh, throughout, you know, the several years uh, we were together at the beginning. And we got married at Coleman Beach. Oh, okay. 
So How our, did you meet your wife? Uh, we met in Toronto. Okay. So she was up, and she's a dual citizen, so she was up for some work, and uh, we met, and, you know, a few kids later, history. and that's it. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about this dual citizenship. How does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is that? Well, her parents are both Canadians okay. originally. Her dad uh, joined the Air Force way back when he could as a Canadian, and then he uh, became a citizen and denounced his Canadian citizenship, became American. Um, Her mom stayed both because of the way the rules changed over time. She had to be sponsored and so forth, and you still do, but Julie caught wind that she could become a Canadian citizen using her mom's background and her parents' background, so she took advantage of it, and uh, that, that, that was one of her goals, so... So it's not a like a form where you check two boxes and say, I want to be... <laughs> I want to be both. I want to be American and bohemian. Right. You can't do that. Right. If you could, I think a lot of people would want to maybe choose Canada with your upcoming <laughs> elections. Uh, yeah. I'd love to go to Canada. Yeah. Well, you're welcome anytime. I mean, you can go anytime. through the same process. Yeah. A uh, little secret, and I, you know, I probably think a lot of people know, is you just have to show up in the country and then stay longer than you're supposed to, and then... And eventually they're like, all right, yeah. just stay. Just stay. There's a bag pay your taxes let's ask some local questions from our mount uh canadian mountie here okay Uh, um well this is not really a local question but what's the story on the friendship bracelet that you're wearing okay uh well i have two i give these ones away from my book okay this one was uh made by my daughter ellie and she made it for me and she actually uh it's funny she said you still have that thing because it was actually made probably about Six, love it. Five years ago, I love it. So it's still on my wrist. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. I wear anything my daughter makes me. Of I, don't, I don't care what it looks like. If it has yeah. flowers, whatever. Yeah, I wear makeup, do- makeup. You've done the makeup she, thing. She, yeah, honestly, she painted my toenails last <laughs> last summer or two summers ago, and I, I rocked it out. <laughs> what color? Oh, it was every color that we okay. had. I think good. it was pretty That's horrible. The way it should be. But yeah, good. where's your favorite place to eat down here? Favorite place to eat? Oh well, it, it has to be Red Bar. Okay. I love Red Bar. Yep. It's just a place to go, and you just feel good when you walk in. The food is obviously spectacular, and mm-hmm. I, Ollie's a good guy, too. Yep. The vibe's good. You know. Yeah. So absolutely. when you go out to the beach, yes. what are three things in your beach bag? Oh, assuming I bring a beach bag. I mean, usually <laughs> in my shorts. All right. But, uh, you probably wouldn't bring one. If there was a bag <laughs> that you were going to take to the beach, what would you put in it? Well, I bring my journal. Okay. My pen. And I probably some sunscreen because it's hot down here. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, we are a you know radio program, so yes. we, mm-hmm. there's a lot of music that happens. Um, so two music questions. One, sure. what are a few songs on your 30A playlist? What do you like to listen to when you're cruising down 30A? Wow. You should be talking to my wife because she's the music nut. I, I would say, I mean, I like Jack Johnson. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Jack Johnson can make you feel good at the beach. He'll make you rage True. at the beach, I mean. <laughs> Beach raging. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, maybe probably something different for most people is I like a little Eminem once in a while. You know? Whoa, I did not see that coming. I, right? I like I, that. Okay. I, I, I he old, jazzes, old school yeah, yeah, Marshall yeah, Mathers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. He jazzes me up to a point where, you know, I just want to start breaking stuff a little bit. And, yeah, I definitely you know, would want to get, you know, listen to that if I'm about to get into some sort of altercation. Right. I want to listen to some Yeah, just change everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, a little 
Jack Johnson and Eminem. I know. Okay. These two extremes, right? We should do a mega mix. Yeah, that'd be really good. My uh, on the way down to Disney one year, we're kind of rocking out, and my wife puts on the real Slim Shady and oh. absolutely destroyed it. I was like, you know Eminem really well. <laughs> He's good. Awesome, right? I think there's That's a lot really of good. I love your wife, and now I love her even more. I know she's really. Courtney, awesome. let's hang out. <laughs> Closet Eminem fun. Soon, Laura. Soon, <laughs> I'm gonna stalk your wife until we hang out. Soon, it's happening. Um, there you go. Or you're on his Facebook. Page That's now, true. So. You I'm are in with there. her on Facebook too. Oh, there you go, Courtney. She, I'm coming for you. She lets anybody in her Facebook. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, I, you mentioned Led Zeppelin earlier. I tell all of my friends and family that if I was to pass away suddenly and they needed to pick some music for the funeral, I want Ramble On played mm. as they're carrying me out. Uh, good one. What's your carry out song <laughs> if you could have the original artist there singing it? Oh, well, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge. Yes. Right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I that, feel like you've thought of that before. I feel like oh, you already knew that. I, I, I think that altered uh, something in me when it first came out. And I was like, that, that, yeah, I can, I can relate to that. You know, whatever it was back in when I was a teen and or whenever I was, whenever that came out. Maybe I was a teen, but I think I was. Um, just, is time different in Canada? You could, we, you could say it is. <laughs> well, the 40s are the new 30s, so let's, awesome. let's call it that, right? Turn everything, That's true. Up, turn everything up to 11 up there, don't they? Yeah, soon, what I soon heard. the 40s I hear is going to be the new 20s, so that's cool. Oh, that's fantastic. With all the Botox, it's Technology possible. Technology and, yeah, advancements in medical. Yeah. That's, that's a um, great question. I like the new the new question at the funeral that's very uplifting <laughs> i feel like it's, it's something we should plan for, for you sure. don't want somebody like, playing we're all Celine going there Dion as you're being carried thing. out yeah you want to you want to lock that in right away <laughs> i'm gonna play a prank on people like mine i'm gonna play chumba wumba and it's gonna be i get knocked down but then i get up and oh, they're yeah. freaking everybody out be on some kind of like tripwire where like the coffin opens and you sit up that's that a great Corey. question i like that question though that's a good yeah. question i'm not morbid i just think about that a lot like i, I want to know the song about that um, what's your uh, what's your favorite place to grab a drink around town? I like going to Bud's, Bud and Alley's. I mean, what's doesn't? your drink de choice? Drink de choice. I mean, I'm a beer guy most of the time, but I would say a mojito at Bud and Alley's is a good place to yes. start. Or Great Southern has some great mojitos. They're True. great. True. Nine different flavors. It I, really is great. I, I don't know. I never drink mojitos. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my questions. You They're killed. You questions. killed them. You they killed totally it. killed them. Uh, let's talk about how somebody can create their own success playbook. Uh, hit me. What, yeah. what can we do? Yeah, buy a book. Uh, first of all. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't buy a book, that's okay as well. You can start with a journal. That's really what the success playbook is, is your own thoughts and connecting with your, you know, desires, your dreams, your goals. And I don't know any better way than to get into your own head than writing it with a hand and, and, and on a piece of paper. So that's where you start. It's the best way to start. A lot of people, you know, the digital age and using their iPhones or it's, it's not connecting with the proper neurons. Uh, that a pen and you know your hand movement can do and it helps you get creative so I think tapping into the creativeness will will bring out some uh, some imagination mm -hmm. and I think imagination conquers knowledge and I and I and I truly believe that I think that people get caught up that they don't know something uh, you can learn anything especially today go to YouTube if you want to learn something go mm -hmm. to you know Google I mean, how fortunate are people today and the barriers to entry to learn and educate yourself are completely eliminated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think just grab a pen and paper and um, Google away and, and you can learn some stuff. 
I tell you what, you, you got a point there. I know, like twenty five years ago, when I'm trying to memorize, you know, uh, a, a mass memorization thing for like tests in college. Sure. Uh, the only way I could really do it successfully was writing it down, condensing it, writing it down again, condensing right. it, and I would end up with like ten words. Sure. And then I could rewrite the entire paragraph to tell me everything, but it was only because I handwritten it. I, right. I, I was confident that that was what was doing it. I didn't know that that was actually a thing, but it actually it, works. It actually I is a work. I love what you said. Imagination conquers knowledge. I want that. I want that tattooed somewhere <laughs> on me. <laughs> well, it's in my book actually as well. With uh, you know, Albert Einstein coined it. You know, I'm only delivering go, the message and and being a conduit to what I've learned over that time frame and put it in and condensed it into a package where I truly believe anybody that writes you know reads the books first of all starts a journal and goes through that creative process to connect with themselves, they'd be surprised, they, they'll surprise themselves and they might answer some questions and I think good questions will get good answers. Yeah, the, the book is getting some fantastic reviews. Why do you think it's being reviewed so it's well right simple. now? It's simple. It's simple, profound. And, and I think that that's the key. I wanted the simplicity to it and I didn't want to complicate that you have to have 21 steps Right. Or, you know, things are going to happen after, you, you know, you, you accomplish 12 months or, you know, whatever the time frame is, it's, it's irrelevant. I think the simplicity is key because it'll happen at various rates of, of return based on the individual and how committed they become to it. But I truly believe when you write out your thoughts and you put it into a journal, you'll get amazing results regardless. Just in a few yeah. words, what is your definition of true success? What is that? I think it's the fulfillment of, you know, true happiness and, and, and just being happy with life. Whatever that is, you could be, you know, a great pizza maker and get fulfillment out of that and just enjoy people eating your pizza. Um, or you can go out there and make a billion dollars. I mean, that's what makes some people happy. Mm. I think it's all, you know, and the beauty about it, it's all individual. True. You know, I heard something... Uh, yeah, I don't know where, but it, it, it hit me and it's, you know, no one will ever live your life ever, never, yeah. never in the future, never in the past, never today. No one's living your life. And how better for you to take control of that because you know what you want. True. I mean, you should know what you want. And if you journal, you'll find out clearer, more, more clearly what that is. What do you hope your kids get out of this book? They know me a little bit, a little deeper. Um, you know, what I stood for, what I uh, struggled through uh, my challenges, um, my pursuit of happiness, and just generally give them some good advice, some things that I wanted to document. You know, it started with me writing just in a, a journal for my son who turned 18. My oldest son is now going to turn 23. And I had this epiphany about the fact that, well, if I can write that much by hand, like a Renaissance man, <laughs> then I can put it into a book. <laughs> where you know it can last forever and help maybe other kids or other people so that's super super neat uh let's just do a little word association here with you see see what you say what is uh when, when you hear brian tracy what do you what do you think about mentorship yeah dale carnegie um probably organization yeah those are like two of the, the really the big the names out there. Father, there. Fathers of a business and sales. Yeah. Um, and I think, that, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. And now we've got one that's local. And so next time I'm at Bud and Alley's and 
Get him a mojito. I, I, I'm going to get him a mojito. and. Uh, I appreciate that. You his, can be thinking of me. Does that mean I make your <laughs> Facebook page? Oh, Just send a request. We'll see. There's in. a whole review process. <laughs> it's really difficult. Uh, well, you I'm can fill out an application yeah? as you leave. Okay. So let me, let me make sure everybody knows how to kind of find the book. Of course. And let's uh, talk about where they can see it online, websites, and how, how can we get in people get in touch with you? Yeah, it's a great question. Well, it's on Amazon. Uh, it's available. You can just Google my name plus the Success Playbook. It's all over my website, ChristopherCumby.com, C-U-M-B-Y. And I'm just, I'm, I, I became, it became a habit to get on social media. You have to be there. If you're going to build a business or yeah, anything in the future, you just have to, you have to grip and grip it and bear it. So yeah, it's I'm all che- over that. Yeah. It's a lot cheaper than buying your own radio station or TV station. Like I said, it's <laughs> the barrier to entry to start anything today is, is completely eliminated. Oh, it's crazy. And it really look where we are doing a radio show. I mean, we're at the beach and we're in an awesome Airstream. I know. You can see the water. It's right there. I love it. You got the window. When are we coming back? I know. People. I know. You position yourself perfectly for that. I know. It's right there. It's yellow flags right (laughs) now. There it is. (laughs) There it is. Chris Coombe, he has the book that just came out. You guys can find it online at, one more time. ChristopherCumbie.com. Yep. Or theofficialsuccessplaybook.com. And it is called the Success Playbook. uh, And it's probably great for all of us to go through and uh, kind of evaluate what we're doing in life personally in your job and uh it's really awesome to have you here and i, I thank kingfish for getting in touch with us yes big shout out for uh mr kingfish mr wood he's yes. so awesome yeah and i can't believe he didn't just stumble in here today while well, we he, were knows. Doing he, he knows maybe he's peeking <laughs> in the he window right there no, yeah right off. he's peeking in the window I, yeah. i'm just going to throw it as well sure. part of the book uh, i give away uh well i put a value on it a 497 dollar program it's a course uh, you can get it online. You go to ChristopherCumby.com. You can download it. It's a meditation system. It goes in conjunction with the book. Every chapter is all laid out. And whether you buy the book or not, you're welcome to come and grab the program. It's you know free, my compliment. And um, hopefully uh, people get a lot out of it. That's awesome. awesome. So that was a great guest today. Yeah. It's a, it's a step up from our... Uh, normal guests which are just they ra- never raging give away anything no. they never give away <laughs> gifts he came in with 497 dollars worth of meditation program yeah like i like it's this it's beautiful guy. and it's a 10 star uh, honestly the reviews have been awesome i worked uh, hard on it uh with a hypnosis and nlp coach it can really move the needle it's completely free so check awesome. it out uh the success playbook or sorry uh it's christophercumby.com just go right to the front page you can click on it uh, put your name in completely free. It's yours, and uh, I'd be happy to do that. And uh, listen, reciprocity is the best way to make friends. True. That's awesome. Wasn't that a Jason Bourne movie? Mm. Reciprocity? No. That's a Southern woman thing. <laughs> you arrive with gifts. <laughs> right. you Wherever go, you right? go, you bring right. a gift. It is a Southern thing. That's it is. I think it was a Bourne supremacy. I'm sorry. It sounded like <laughs> It was Jason Bourne. Bourne. That's so yes. awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for thank coming you by. So much. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm glad the air conditioner is working today. Me and too. Uh, we also are glad to be here at Gulf Place. Uh, they have graciously helped us put the airstream right behind the main stage right here which is an amazing thing uh definitely go online and check out our photos on our facebook page it's 38 radio uh want to thank the storyteller agency laura thank Woo. you guys for always uh yeah, being prompt and, yeah yeah seriously and uh if you're a company out there and need some vision on uh, what your uh, motivation is every day to be a business uh she's a good start Thanks. You can, uh, Appreciate she's in 
Yeah. I am in, I do most of my business in flip flops. I love that. I can't remember the last time I wore heels. I just don't do that Amazing. anymore. I know. I, I actually just cut a liner for the station that says something like, uh, FM radio stations uh, can't be as cool as us because their bosses won't let them wear flip flops and bikinis to work. So true. <laughs> so it's true. There you go. So Corey's it's, in his bikini right now. I know. It's you pretty, can't see it, but it's happening. It's pretty horrible, and Chris just ran out of the studio. Um, <laughs> Want to thank uh, 38 Cottages. They've got great deals the rest of the summer, and they're going to have some good specials this fall. You need to go on 38cottages.com. Check out all their properties. They're not condos. They are really awesome houses, houses really up and down cool 38. Uh, we thank Brandon and Carson for being part of our show and Stinky's Fish Camp. Thank you guys so much. And Coastal Insurance. Love Grant, and we love our new studios here at Gulf Place. Thank you guys for listening to 38 Show, and we will see you next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you. The 38 Show with Corey and Laura, presented by 38cottages.com. Catch The 38 Show, Fridays, 7 a.m., Sundays, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., or via podcast on 38.com. Inside our free 38 app for iPhone and Android, iTunes podcast app, and on Apple TV. Stinky's Fish Camp, waterfront dining in Dune Allen Beach. With a name like Stinky's, it better be good. Stinky'sFishCamp.com.